I'm Tom Saunders, getting through this in New York's Catskill region. And I'm Scott Blakeman on Manhattan's Upper East Side. Our loyal and even slightly less than loyal listeners know that both Tommy and I are avid consumers of news. While Tommy diligently tracks CNN, MSNBC, and even occasionally Fox News, this reporter relies mostly upon digital replicas of the print editions of several newspapers, in addition to a 90-minute early evening block of BBC World News, Deutsche Welle, and NBC Nightly News. Now, there are no doubt some who have been conducting a whispering campaign to label Tommy and I as so-called news junkies. Well, speaking for myself, let me say that I'm not a news junkie or addict. I can stop reading the news whenever I choose to. I don't have to read the New York Times, Wall Street Journal, Boston Globe, Washington Post, and more recently, the Miami Herald and Sun Sentinel of Broward County. And I can assure you that my interest in multiple news sources, both foreign and domestic, has not caused me to lose any friends or family, and none have found the need to stage an intervention. I'm fine. I don't need any help. I don't have a problem. But, Tommy, this country and the rest of the world has plenty of issues to deal with. And because I'm exposed to so much news, well, I'm in a better position to help out than those who proclaim that they don't keep up with the news. Because maybe, just maybe, they're the ones with the problem. (laughs) Scotty, you've just explained succinctly why you are a pundit and why the rest of the world needs you. And... I'm relieved to say you are fine and don't need any help because when it comes to obsessive news consuming, I wouldn't know how to help you or anyone else since I cannot help myself. (laughs) First, a quick update on my news gathering methodology. Actually, Scotty, I actually start the day reading the digital editions of the New York Times and the Wall Street Journal thoroughly, just as you do. Then... Then I check out the news feed on my phone, which brings me timely articles from many other sources, including Axios, Politico, Washington Post, L.A. Times and The Atlantic. It's not until hours later that I begin to watch the first of many cable news shows. And by that time, my opinions are largely baked in. (laughs) This, Scotty, I do on a daily basis every single day of the year. I start the day out with the news and end it with the news and follow the news sporadically in between. And honestly, I don't know if I could quit because after years and years, I've never dared to. (laughs) On this podcast in the past, I have admitted that I am a news junkie. And if there is a whispering campaign about us being news junkie, it's half right. (laughs) And while it's true I've never robbed anyone to feed my addiction, nor have I been fired on account of it, News has stressed me out on occasion. I'm sure I'm not alone with any of this, Scotty. Yet the news media has never, to my knowledge, published a story with the headline, News Addiction Causes Health-Related Stress. Well, of course, as as always, the New York Times will probably have that in three weeks' time. But, Tommy, you know, there's many things to take in there. First of all, I didn't mean to in any way diminish your actual news consumption uh, and indeed, you do are a, a follower of print and, and digital. And, and so uh, you even oh. go beyond what I do because I, I only do the 90 minute television block. By the way, I did leave out some of my publications, also the <laughs> desert sun of Palm Springs. And, and, and Tommy, here's something where yeah. I, I maybe shouldn't mention it, but mm-hmm. I'm going to because all cards are on the table. And as you yeah. know, I don't know how to play cards nor shuffle them. So yeah. I'm just going to get right out there. I've yeah. begun to subscribe, Tommy. 
mm-hmm. to foreign country publications in English. You know, as you know, Ginger and I will be heading to Paris, France in May. Wow. I've subscribed now to Le Monde in English. Oh, my goodness. And, and that, Tommy, maybe that's crossing a bridge. Well, you have to cross not even a bridge. You have to fly over the pond. But uh, and, and I found another thing for expats, the local. Yes, Tommy, it never ends. But then and this is something that I want to throw to you as as pundits. We should not be called addicts or junkies. Mm-hmm. That's that is something that you, in fact, need to stop because it's bad for you and everyone around you. What we're doing, Tommy, we're working a full time job. We're putting in more work than researchers from MSNBC or CNN, or oh. maybe uh, publications. So is that bad or should we be called? <laughs> I demand another name to describe what we do. Oh, and and, and uh, um, uh, uh, do you have that other name? Well, or? no, I just demand it. <laughs> I, I'm okay, so, it so over we'll to... leave it to the name inventors to come up yeah, with it. Exactly. I mean, that's not uh, that's out of our line, uh, out of our lane, and we're above too our busy reading the news and, and it, watching. It, that's the right, news. Scotty. What you've just done is the opposite of an intervention. You've actually intervened to make me feel good about this this thing that you say is not an addiction, but actually a devotion yes. to to um, to our craft of of podcasting, which does require tremendous in-depth knowledge of, of a, from a wide variety of news sources. Exactly. But what we do and no one else does this. Yeah. Yes, there are people who concise statistics and data and certainly follow the news. But what we do, Tommy, as our loyal listeners know, our podcast is not a regurgitation of the news no. or of the opinions. We take it all in. And then, as you said in your last line in your opening about health-related stress from the news, our uh, friends of ours have complained about that. Our goal is to, as well-informed people, to make people feel at ease with the world at large. You know, I didn't realize it, but you're right. We are actually making the world a, a, not just a better place, but feel better about itself. Exactly. Uh, uh, um, it, you're right. What we do is we take in all this this disturbing news, but we... we um, how, how shall I put it? We process it and turn it into something that uh, uh, it, um, makes people happy. Exactly. And people now we're filled not... with joy and excitement. Exactly. And we differentiate from those I talk about who say, oh, I, I don't go. I want to watch. I'm not into politics. I don't watch the news. I don't follow the news. No, no, no. We follow. We're not just following. We're in it. We know every part of it. And yet we can then bring it to you because we're not those. We know what's going on. And we uh, and and by listening to us, you can find out what's going on. The things that won't stress you out. Though. That's right. This that's is the, the filter. This is the, that's so important. This is the least stressful uh, 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 show about, and, and it deals with all kinds of current events, big and small, yeah. tiny and and, and enormous. Uh, yeah. We even talk about the future of the universe. Uh, oh uh, yeah, w- yeah, which a lot of news uh, sto- news. Agencies won't touch that. No, well, we talk about the future a lot. We're all about the future. We've always yeah. said it's time to start looking forward to the future as we did it in people in the 50s, 60s, 40s. Always, could you imagine? And now it's by 2050, it'll really be horrible. Yes. By the, and, it's always and, negative. It's never a positive. Thing. Absolutely. And and we uh, think about the, you know, the future of the, of the actual planet. For and We think about thousands of years ahead. Because we're aware, this is one of the, the um, you know, one of the amazing effects of this podcast on me is that it's made me realize how everything we say right now, right now, you know, it's going to be recorded forever. And we, yeah. we talk about carving in, in stone. And, and honestly, that 
we're falling further and further behind on that project. Uh, but and by the way, President Biden didn't mention that in the state, but he did allude to it a little bit in the state of the year where he said supply chain. And that really relates directly to us, because even in the best days, pre-pandemic, getting things carved into stone. Look, not everybody follows in their father's footsteps, the yeah. industry. But of right. course, the supply chain thing is put a crimp in some of that. But Tommy, you know, what we hope for someday as believers yeah. in the future and, and inventions mm-hmm. and great experiments. Yeah. Automatic carving in stone. That oh. Literally, there'll be a machine for twenty nine ninety five on Amazon that will take our words now. And in within a week's time, you get the carved yeah. stone. That's that's awesome. And you can do it in your in the comfort of your own oh, home. Of course. Yeah. And, and and the the key is the big stone slabs that you got to keep feeding it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's obviously, you know, stone. I don't know if you've ever lifted a stone slab, uh, Scotty. Not, not a slab. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Hevel, I've, 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 uh, yeah, uh, I eschew slab, you know, and then you put it in that machine that has not yet been developed. But I'm sure it really it works something like a typewriter where it's just like or laser carver. Yeah. And, and carves in stone immediately. But in the meantime, I guess my point was it, uh, our our. What we say on this podcast, even if it, you know, if there is a delay in getting it all um, uh, carved in stone, and I do worry about that, you know, where it's a delay and then and then, you know, oh, there's a big stone, you know, there's we ran out of stone, whatever, you know, uh, this isn't something, you know, you want to procrastinate forever. But I will say this, that our words will go into the cloud and they and and it's believed that the cloud will last forever. Oh, right. So, so that uh, uh, literally it is in, in a digital sense as though our words are being carved oh, in stone. exactly, exactly. And what we also do, Tommy, because we know this from our own personal experience on the streets of New York, when yeah. we see a restaurant where it says, like uh, we did a couple weeks ago, coming spring 2022. Well, obviously it didn't. No. So we never say specifically, you know, coming May of 2024. We don't say that. We say, yeah. you know. So at some point in the future and that we recommend to all restaurants because no restaurant is ever open when they said it's always no and it's coming so the sad last year. yeah and it's, it, it's they always start on a bad that. note you know we yeah it didn't work out we, we couldn't get it together and right uh, right and 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 it, it just does it, it looks you know it just looks like oh my gosh the sad that you know it's it's the world of people who don't who like you say couldn't get it together in time yeah. restaurant coming spring of 2022 no it's now 2023 and it's the winter and there's no restaurant no restaurant it it, it makes you feel it makes you feel like what's happening to you know humanity or or scotty or does it make you feel like wow i'm glad i'm not like those losers (laughs) and i'm glad i don't run into that person yeah he has to tell us the whole story like oh god yeah we were doing fun we had it all put you know all set and all our ducks in a row yeah these construction guys they drag it out and then we and the water main thing, you know, they tell you all these. Oh, they'd have they a story. To... They'd have a story. It wouldn't be their fault. It's never no, their never fault. their fault. No, it's always the, it's the construction workers and and you got in the city of New York and they delay oh, yeah. and then the and then the land the red tape. They always would have to say red tape, which yeah, I don't re- even know where that comes from. I don't either. I don't. We always really... said that. Uh, yeah, it's a lot of red tape. Yeah. I mean, I've seen uh, orange uh, police things but that's not red. right that's that's a different thing altogether that's the police tape you yeah. know a, a, a crime scene yeah thing. but red tape uh, uh, the red tape it's, always it's said. must yeah. be something in the past you know maybe 150 years ago when uh you know the governments would actually make you fill things out on red tape for some reason <laughs> 
like, there's a like, lot of red tape. There's a lot of red tape. And, the or, documents or were bound in red tape. Bound in but, red tape. And you had to undo the red tape. And, and yeah. I, I, you know, that's a, that's a mystery wrapped in an enigma. Fortunately, that's all it's wrapped in. It's just yeah. a mystery wrapped in an enigma. And that's it. There's no... Yeah, no other layers of, of things. Yeah, yeah. No, it's and so what we're doing once again, Tommy. You know, this goes yeah. back to our procrastination label, which we embrace, and it's yeah. clear. Now, here's it is a, a perfect point. Again, mm -hmm. I'm not trying to say we never do that, but how can we be considered procrastinators when, on the, at least on the subject of news, between the yeah. two of us, we literally do cover more outlets than a news person gets paid, uh, you know, six figures and more. Yeah. Uh, to be in the business. So yeah, uh, yeah. what's procrastination about that? You know, you're right, Scotty. Every day we make sure that we consume news from many different sources. And it, it really is. It, it, I think that um, my news consumption has risen um, over the years because I remember, I mean, we didn't used to have these news feeds on our phone because we didn't no. have cell phones. No, and no. we'd buy the news. Scotty, I mean, think about it. We'd buy the news. There weren't any. I go back to when, before there were any news, cable news channels, oh, 24 yeah. hours. Yeah. And you buy the newspaper and you just read it in the morning. And then at the end, and we talked about this on this oh. podcast at the end of the day. Uh, uh, you come back from work and there's be Walter Cronkite giving you five, uh, 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 30 minutes of the of the world news. And then you waited until in Chicago, you waited till a mere 10 o'clock. But in New York, 11 for the local, the news. local and local actually was really good then. I mean, it was there was a time. Oh, it was a big experimenting. deal. The famous in New York, if you were in the city, then Tommy live at five with Sue Simmons and yep. Chuck Scarva. And uh, it was a lively mix of news, but also they had guests and, and 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 then there was an experiment uh uh, uh you know many cbs world channel two uh had a you know they really it was a place where in fact when i run into uh, on occasion some of the anchors reporters of the day i look mm -hmm. at them with such glee and i and i yeah. you know to see these people because it was now they're good people but it's very fluffy. who knows them i never watched that yeah but even the anymore. anchors they don't seem from new york i mean you still have chuck scarborough but uh, so it's it's very different. It's uh, you know, yeah. Scotty. It's yeah. funny you should say that because what you just did, and this is again in real time. We didn't plan this. Uh, yeah. uh, this wasn't part of. Uh, this wasn't rehearsed and carefully discussed. But you, if Corey, no choreographed. You brought up Sue Simmons and yeah. and live at five. I was in New York City living here when that started, mm. and I remember Sue Simmons' very very first interview uh -huh. on air. Uh, uh, um, uh, as a part of the Live at Five team. I'm sure she had done something before that. Oh, yeah. yeah. But but this was her first interview, and it was with, um, oh, my gosh, this is why live live podcasting is so exciting. Yeah, it's all live. I literally can't remember the uh, uh, the, the, the star, but she, she, had a, she was one of these um, singers who had a voice like this. Uh, um, not not Miss Eartha Kitt. Eartha Kitt. Wow. It was Miss Eartha Kitt. Thank you. See, that's all you have to do with these. Like, I couldn't do that. Uh, I couldn't do an imitation of Eartha Kid if I'm, you know, writing on a, you know, computer. No. But with this podcast, I could just do an, an yep. imitation. And you came up with the correct name. And I, I noticed just... I said, Miss Eartha Kid. And Miss Eartha Kid, you gave fact, her the respect. In fact, very quickly, I think I've told a story to our Well, let, let me just finish this one, oh, yes, of course, one part of, of the story, because yep. this is so... This is why it stayed with me forever. Yeah. And that is, okay, it's the first, yeah, the first Sue Simmons interview, that alone. But she, uh, Sue Simmons asked, um, well, what, at some point, well, what don't you like about your, your, uh, 
you know, your your current life as an entertainer. And and Miss Eartha Kitt said, uh, when people ask me stupid questions like that. <laughs> Scotty, I never well, forgot that as long as I live. And I bet Sue Simmons never has. And no. I bet if we interviewed her, uh, uh, it's probably she was inducted into the Friars Club the same day I was. And wow, that's no, we had that. So you're backstage, and, you know, nervously. Yeah, yeah, getting, getting that, uh, you know, the way you, you didn't mention that Eartha Kitt. Uh, I, well, I, I didn't hope. know it, but now when I see but, it, I bet. And, and that's a good yeah. thing because if, if it would have been me, I would have been, I, I would have been like, I couldn't have keep kept it in. I was, how does it, that Eartha Kitt, she was rude to you. Something like yeah. that. And, well, and that what happened years ago, by oh, the way. Yeah. Back in the and 1970s. I bet Sue Simmons at parties and at meet people, if the, whenever they ask her, she probably brings up the Eartha Kitt that you happen to see. I saw was, it. I mean, and, and it's, an ama- it's interesting because that memory has lived in my mind for all these many decades. And I, it's oh, the yeah. first time I've talked about it. Now I saw this, and I was I was somewhat traumatized. I yeah. I get very I feel very bad for people on air with experience and very little of that you see anymore because everything, as we said, unlike yeah. this podcast, is so scripted and choreographed and planned to the second or not even live. Yeah, uh, even on the talk shows, the late night shows, which oh, are gradually yeah. apparently being phased out, they are. Uh, yeah, you know, there's no spontaneity. You know. Uh, no. With Carson, there was uh, and Letterman, and you know yeah. there was quite a bit of it. But Steve Allen had a lot of spontaneity. Well, yeah, I think it was I, I think I think Letterman had spontaneity too. No, but... Letterman definitely did, and yeah. uh, but you know, ensuing in, in host is very little. No, of it. and and especially we're talking about about ne- uh, local news. Yeah, uh, but which was a, a really big thing back in the day. Oh, you know, it was huge the... and, and very, and, and it was on sixteen millimeter film and the yeah uh, the great Chris Borgen, Channel Two News, and it was serious and important. And they would and, go uh, to film, you know, for film, local yeah. shots. And and uh, I remember Action News in Cincinnati, Scotty. I'm going to share this with our <laughs> yeah listeners. But they, did they have that same theme? Dun 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 dun. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, they action had a definite news. action news music, and yeah. but the thing is, it's Cincinnati and it's in local TV, yeah. and they would show and they would get a, a camera guy out there with no sound, just a camera guy, and yeah. say, a, a a hold up at a bank, and they uh, in uh, you know um, the, what is it uh, you know some part of Cincinnati. I wish I had a uh, I I could remember Cincinnati well, neighborhood. is always good. It though. would have been great to be able to say a specific neighborhood. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, uh, a whole. And then they would show the video, the video in those days, the footage, the film footage of the bank, it, just the outside of the bank. Nobody, nobody talks to anybody. Nobody's no, saying, no. whoa, it was terrible. It was just, they would show, that was the action news. And you knew it was a, a film and not a photograph because the camera moved a slight bit. Yeah. So that was the day, Scotty, the early days. And we survived it. We didn't know, well, I was only in Cincinnati for a few months, but. You know, we didn't know uh, that we were being deprived of real action news. And, and I wonder if it got any better, really, because a lot of the, as you say, the live would be, what, how do you feel? You know, this was, you know. Right, right. Late it night would... comedy always say, that, how do you, this much has happened to you. How do you feel? What are they going to say? Right. But it's, uh, Tommy, I always love going to other cities and seeing, and now the, it's all sort of homogenized. If you go to Tampa, you know, technology, technology speaking, it, it looks the same. But in the old days, and even now, I love to see, is this an up-and-coming star? And then you see the guy yes, who's been at the station for 40 years, star. who's yep. a local hero. So I yeah. find it fascinating uh, to, to see that. And, Tommy, by the way, I do yep. actually watch, and this is so apropos of our 
alleged news junkiedom, which we you know we we don't we uh, don't accept. Well, uh, uh, there's the apps on Roku and various things where you can watch local news around the country live, and I've done that on many occasions, especially when there's a big local story and. So I'm actually getting to watch that. And to me, I don't have to get on an aeroplane to go to Houston. I can watch their local news. I can see the Houston Post or Chronicle, whatever it is, uh, in its actual replica form without going to Hoddlings in Times Square and getting the week old edition of it. So these are all, again, we're public servants, Tommy. I mean, yeah. We don't say it every time we meet someone. Hi, yeah, right, you're talking to a public servant. But that's what we're doing. So again, yeah. addiction, junkiedom, <laughs> call us what you want. But we rather think of ourselves as, as doing the work. Right. And when we say call us what you want, I just want to have a caveat. You know, not anything you want to call. No, no. You know, to be a little, you know, show a little judgment in what you call us. Yeah, take a breath and think about what you <laughs> You know, think say. about it. Uh, uh, but in general, you know, you should feel free to call us something. Yeah, yeah. So this is a larger point for not just people who want, you know, read and consume a lot of yeah. news, but who do anything that doesn't that goes against the norm. Yeah, the negative label ascribed to such people. Yeah, as in our case, news junkies, news addicts. news junkies. We're just, right. It does make us seem like we're in a back alley and and, oh, and yeah. shaking as we grab some old newspaper and read it <laughs> desperately. Yeah, you no, got the new Boston not, Globe. I mean, sometimes we, we we might do that, but yeah. but n normally we're sitting at, at home and you're right Scotty. this is i was about to make this point i don't know if i fully made it yeah. uh about 10 or 12 minutes ago uh, uh, uh but i'm going to try to com complete it this time let's see if it works this is the opposite of an intervention you have taken instead of saying tommy stop being a junkie you're saying no you're not a junkie it's like as if me all my friends and relatives gathered in a circle surprised me and and, and said you're not a junkie you're doing good work by gathering news. That, that's the yeah. opposite of a of an interview. Uh, yeah, uh, it's not, it's a, yeah. you you go you go girl. Essentially, is the yeah. is yeah the, uh, yeah. And I think that could be a great setup, a great thing where people gather and they think it's going to be serious. And do you think we can? You know, yeah. Why work? do we wait for the worst reasons to gather? Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, to somebody, <laughs> why not get together and say? what you're doing is so not addictive and thank god you're doing it because listen we are the gatherers of the news you know we we that's what we do we can't help it we can't I help can't, it and we i love can't it. stop it I, I i honestly i i'm glad you say i'm not a junkie I, i'm no glad no well, that's an that. important thing look there the, addiction but is a big problem but i don't take feel like i'm on the outskirts of society anymore like i'm no I'm, I'm no some, no and also, by the way, Tom, you've we've now written a, a great award-winning short film. You know, I watched yeah. a bunch of them at the Sundance Festival. This, I think, would be even better about people gathering and the viewer thinks it's going to be a typical intervention and the, the conversation, what do you think? How do you think he'll react? I don't know. Yeah. He's, we got to do it. Yeah. And all it is is them going around saying how great it is what he's doing. Yeah. You know, keep so it up. Keep up the, the – yeah. don't stop what you're doing. Whatever people say. You're doing the right thing. <laughs> You're doing that. So it, it, it's, it's a, what is it? I mean, it's, you wouldn't call it an intervention, but it, it has all the earmarks. Now there's another thing, earmarks. Like what's an earmark? <laughs> but it has all the earmarks of an intervention, but it's the exact opposite. You're saying, no, don't stop what you're doing that you think is, is uh, an addiction. Yeah. It's not an addiction. It's, 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 you're doing 
what what you know some people might say god's work God, yeah, we're, we're yeah, going or, there, uh, and, and, and and we're just eagerly vacuuming up uh, um news on a constant yeah, basis but, but there's a, and there's many other examples of it that i can't think of at the time but that people will do things and it's a snark but you did a, think up a, 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 a eartha kit yes so, yes so that i came a up huge with point well the reason why too i had the, the, the pleasure i did the warm-up for a show called welcome to new york back in 2000, Jim Gaffigan, Christine Baranski, among others, were the stars. And she was a guest on one of the episodes. And, you know, as a warm-up guy, you introduce the cast. And I had the presence of mind to say, and they didn't have that on the script. I just said, and so was a Miss Eartha Kitt. And you know what, Tommy? In my heart, I hope that she never forgot that moment. I didn't get to actually meet her and hear her say, I love that you said, you know, call me Miss Eartha Kitt. But I just knew I was doing the right thing. Well, if you do meet her, I hope you do ask her if she do you remember when I called you Miss Eartha Kitt? And and then maybe you can get around to saying, I mean, are you sorry that you were so rude to Sue Simmons? Uh, you know, just maybe if you could get around to that in a in a, yeah. you know, well, I, don't, uh, I don't know, like how you would bring that up or something. Cause it's a little awkward. Um, well, it would also be probably kind of hard to do because uh Let's see. Uh, well, I, I, I do believe that. Uh, uh, Eartha Kitt is no yeah, longer she, with she us. She did pass away, actually, um, in 2008. Oh, then, so, then, then, then you're out of, then you're in the clear. Yeah. You so don't have to worry about but, it. But that, that's that's, that's a good Unlikely that she would that's have a good that thing. conversation. In a way, I mean, it's sad that she's no longer with us, but. We don't, you know, we don't have to have that that conversation with her. And and, and frankly, I was nervous that I would run into her one day. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah. I don't know her personally, and 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 she doesn't know me. And so I would be some guy coming up to her and saying, "How could you be so rude to Sue Simmons?" Now I feel bad because she's no longer with us. So oh, but she was quite. Remember the other thing she was quite known for was with LBJ. I believe she was invited to the White House and directly confronted him about. I believe about Vietnam, probably. So that was a great way of being bold and blunt in a in a, in a way that some would consider rude, but others would consider it quite uh, impactful. Uh, let's say, wow. certainly she the Simmons is a handful, though. You know, oh yeah, really, but quite a, a marvelous voice. She's like some cranky old Harvard professor, you know, just complaining, like what a stupid question. But but I gotta say, you know. Um, uh, but we and, remember and, it to and this I, day. I, I have so to it, say, I came down on Sue Simmons' side on that incident, and and yeah, I don't. But it made you know, for I, good. Uh, I bet the the bosses said good television, and then and then it, it went from there. Uh, so uh, uh, unforgettable. What the first your first day? Imagine Scotty, your first day, uh, 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 and she's still there. Didn't didn't affect her career one. No, 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 no. Well, she's not uh, Sue on NBC anymore. But she started in, in DC actually. Oh, she's not in NBC. Oh. Uh, no longer, unfortunately, she's not. Um, this NBC. is Sue Simmons we're talking about. Now, yep, people yep. listening a thousand years from now, I don't know if they will even know who Sue Simmons is. I mean, well, I, I hope. I, and, and as I say, these podcasts will be around for literally oh, yeah, and I forever. I hope that Sue Simmons will find out. Maybe there's some kind. I know there is some kind of thing on Google where if my name is in uh, or your name is mentioned in a publication, we get a, an alert. Uh, even though it's sometimes a different Scott Blakeman, which could be unsettling because uh, they commit crimes and it's not yeah. me but uh with sue simmons maybe there should be a way to maybe this could be our ticket to billions well at least millions uh, a way that if your name is mentioned on a podcast you get an alert and i'm sure right. there's some technology that could 
That's the thing. I don't want to uh, uh, have to, you know, have roomfuls. This is the problem with that system. Yeah. I see it right away. Room full of people listening to podcasts and transcribing them and writing down the name. Uh, 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 you're imagining some sort of artificial intelligence yeah, that listens automatic. to all the podcasts and yeah. does it automatically. Yeah, I think that's possible. Why couldn't it? I think it probably is already, but it's, uh, who who knows? But again, that's an idea that somebody could run with it. Yeah. Hopefully they don't run when the light is against them. No, 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 no. And and you don't want to fall and, you know, with the idea in your hand or something like that. You know, people, they hear these metaphors and they don't realize that they're metaphors. And that's one of the things that we do that one of the, uh, honestly, I I don't want to pat ourselves on the back. Too much, like we say, ro- ro- yeah. rotator cuff issues. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but but at the same time, what we do is um, it, it, it is truly, truly. Um, I mean, it's beyond remarkable. I mean, I was trying, I was going to say what we do is remarkable, and I thought, what a what a lame word. How yeah, remarkable how- just means it's worth stating. yeah remarking about. Remarking, it's not, it's so basic. It's like, yeah, uh, yeah it's remark. It, it, oh, you can remark about and it. Remark, oh, that's wow, a that's great something. example where remarkable is, but all it is, is it's said. Yeah. It's been said. And, and that's it. And, and you could say it with whatever inflection out loud. Want, but it's still just, said well, something. that's remarkable. It's something you can remark. And right. Then, it doesn't even have to be actually said. It just has the potential to be said. It's yeah. remarkable. It's yeah. not remarked upon. It's remarkable. So it's the it, it is really one of the lamest, uh, weakest compliments you could yeah. make about something. And so there's one word that is a lot of words misused. I've always thought if to do a, like a solo show, reasonably funny, because that would imply in my world, at least, and probably in the correct way the word should be used. I'm reasonable, I'm a reasonable person, right. funny, but I'm real. I'm not just just flailing wild. That's right. I think that's. That's reasonable a- but no but that's not how this world just the way ex- existential threat has been yeah. so misused uh, uh the word existential it's not it, it, you know well it's a current threat no existential is more uh well you know sartre like but anyway uh <laughs> if i said reasonably funny they would say yeah. well you're really downplaying yourself because that's how reasonably is used like that was reasonably good yeah reasonably funny yeah. Yeah, you're right it's reasonably funny yeah. it's not it's not uh, unreasonably funny. It's not out outrageously funny, but it's reasonably yeah, reason. yeah. it, within reason. <laughs> within, within reason. And then you just said, Tommy, with the flurry of these earmarks, and that's also used uh, in in Congress. You know, the, that's a, yeah. And that thing that you're all trying to get rid of earmarks. And again, where did what where? How one even yeah. how what mark I, could an ear ever leave? Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> or did people put, you know, with some sort of like magic marker, put a mark, but magic markers have only been around for like 80 years. So, yeah, and I think that that, you know, so that rules out the idea that you put a magic marker on somebody's ear and say, OK, you stand over there and you don't get a mark on your you know what I mean? It's like that's what comes to my mind, a, a, an era when people would actually mark on people's ears <laughs> Uh, uh, with some kind of a probably a quill and and yeah, yeah or I was thinking if you inked your ear and then placed it uh, uh, you know a piece of paper oh but, yeah like a thumbprint thumbprint but I mean I don't uh, think it'd be good for print. the ear you know yeah, yeah before people could sign their name <laughs> they would give their ear mark they would put ink on their ear lay it of course that's Scotty this is the type of service we do in real time we yes you know we we don't you know uh, obviously we don't you know 
with all our news gathering, we can't do all the research necessary to find out if that's really the origin of the word earmark. But I think it's safe to say that the, uh, uh, the idea that you, people put ink on their ear and then lay their head down on a on a document made out of parchment. Yeah, I think it's very reasonable to very think reasonable. that's how it happened. And, and thankfully, still, they don't yeah. do it now. But of course, the phrase uh, lingers on. So that's been again, Tommy, as we wind down, this yeah. is how it all comes full circle today. Yeah, we uh, first we've established. And again, I don't know how big the whispering campaign was, but there are a few out there. Oh, Scott and Tom, they're addicts. They're news addicts. They're news junkies. Oh, yeah. They can't function in society. They've lost. They don't have friends. No, they just sit around consume my news we've made it clear for the yeah. we live very full functioning lives right uh, we see all this don't nice feel things. bad for us don't run the other no. way when you see us that no no we bought you up for money or no 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 from we you have, so we can feed our habit no that's not what we, we have as many friends if not more than we've ever had and, and family yeah. you know so nothing like that and but what it does do tommy it allows yeah. every every word that we say it's in it's it's uh, infused with something that we get. It's not just one. Oh, it's not like reading an article and finding something out. It's our way. We're we're men of of news of the world. Yeah, I think. Uh, and I'm not patting again, patting myself on the back, and, and again risking rotator uh, injury. No, but no, we're just but saying you're that... stating a fact, Scotty. Yeah, and, and just uh, two days ago, we did a podcast on on the and, and we, where we did our take of the Chinese balloon incident yes. that, that I think really, you know, just uh, completely encapsulated and distilled uh, all these other hot takes. You know, the, it, it was more of a lukewarm take at this and point. And it was the only one, I'm sure, that that invoked the red balloon, the Oscar-winning 34-minute yes. featurette from 1956. Yeah, uh, no. That's and, where, and again, we, by the way, news, we read all publications from culture and uh, and then anything I get from airmail, this well, I subscribe to everything. So we just take it all in. And yet, and this is a such an important point, plenty of time to walk the streets, marvel at architecture, eat fine foods. Right. We're not uh, as we did it, getting at together at yes, and doing everything and, and parties, going over to your place yeah. with ginger, coming you coming over to ginger and, and we all uh, so we didn't we weren't watching the news uh, at all at, no at, or, or looking at news no we find the time and place for it and uh it, you know and, and no we, back alley you know no no, no we're not shaking and we don't have a whiny like like nope. a, um, you know, you know that that kind of junky voice. And we, we don't, don't rush home. Oh, I got, I got, got to get see the news. Yeah, I, you know, I haven't seen it in five. We start sweating and 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 no, we 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 discreetly take our phones and yeah. check it out. And we're not junkies. We're good people, and we need to do this. We're not procrastinating. Scotty, I feel so great. This is a an anti-intervention. Yes, lack of a better word. Uh, uh, that's first true. ever and in real time. The first ever anti-intervention where we all. In a way, it's like it's as if the room is filled with everybody I know looking at me with earnest eyes and, 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 and stern voice saying, keep doing what you're doing. Don't stop it. You're not addicted. Wow. Scotty, it's an amazing feeling. On that note, I'm going to continue to be Tom Saunders. And I remain sincerely yours, Scott Blakeman. And we're getting through this.